Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Oh, Jeffrey, I'm worried about you. Yeah, well, so am I, Ma. Something's happening to me that I just don't understand. I can't think straight anymore. Like, my reasoning is all, uh, twisted and distorted, you know? I seem to be disassociating myself from reality more and more each day. I'm antisocial, becoming dangerously amoral. I've lost the ability to distinguish between right from wrong, good from bad. I'm scared, Ma. I mean, I feel like sometimes I'm, I'm plunging headfirst into some kind of black void of sheer, utter madness or something. Do you want a sandwich? Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Getting engaged can be a big deal to a young couple. You first have to be sure that you even want to get married. Then you have to make sure that your partner says yes. And then you gotta please the future in-laws so that you make a good impression. So you decide to build, say, a remote-controlled lawnmower for your father-in-law's birthday. And, and maybe you forget to warn anybody how dangerous it could be before your fiancé, I don't know, accidentally steps in front of it and dies, leaving you with only her decapitated head and an unorthodox understanding of human biology. It's a tale as old as time. So let's see what happens when a failed medical student tries to reanimate his dead fiancé with a disturbing amount of access to dead prostitutes, as tonight, the dolls discuss 1990's Frankenhooker. And now, the dolls of horror. It's showtime. Hi guys, welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And tonight, we're going to be discussing Frankenhooker from 1990. Yay! You want a date? Yes, I do! I love <laughs> this movie! I know you love this movie, and I was so excited when I thought of it, because when we were trying to figure out what movie to do this week... I was like, okay, what, what, what's, what's a good one that we haven't done? Maybe something that's not quite along the lines of things we've done recently. Not too serious. Yes. Um, not too new. Uh, I'm like, hey, Frankenhooker. Jamie really likes this movie. Um, hey, there's never a wrong time to discuss Frankenhooker. Hey. Unless it's like, I don't know, church or something. But I nah. wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Especially then. <laughs> Jamie. When's the first time you've seen Frankenhooker? Um, this was like an early one for me. I was what? probably like, I was probably like um, 18 because 18 is when I really started like running through horror movies and really kind of got started on them. But um, there was this great, um, I've talked about it before. There was this great Screamorama at our local indie theater where they played just like tons of horror movies all night. And one of them was Basket Case. Um, which is also another one yep. of Frank's movies. Um, so when I saw Basket Case and fell in love with it, looked up the director, saw Frankenhooker, and I said, oh, my God, that looks amazing. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I loved it, rented it, um, loved it ever since. I just think it's, like, uh, so good, and I really want to be her for Halloween one year, but I'm too nervous. I'm too scared. Wait, why? <laughs> why? You'd be a terrific Frankenhooker. Thank you, thank you. There's some belly, you know, showage and some legs and all that stuff. You know, you've seen. But Girl, one day I'm going to do it. I'm no going to do it one day. You got the body. Um, thank you. <laughs> we saw some Frankenhooker cosplay at conventions before. You know. Oh, I've seen some great yeah. Frankenhooker cosplays. Yeah. And, you know, most of the cosplays I've seen, it wasn't a two-piece dress. It was a one-piece dress. So you could do Frankenhooker that way. If you're true. insecure about your tummy area, I am. I know I am. Um, mm. I don't even wear like sleeves because I don't or short sleeves because I don't like my arms. <laughs> you know, so I understand. Um, yeah. I bet you'd make a great Frankenhooker. Get you a purple wig and everything. Yes, it's such a great look. Like, uh, and then just like, yeah. Anyway, like make sure I have some little Frankenhooker stitches, you know, and stuff. And uh, anyway, one day, of course. When did, <laughs> when did you first see it? Um, last year. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> this one's really new. Actually, much. I think maybe a year and a half ago. Um, I think it was before we did Blood Rage. Okay. Um, because, you know, Mama is Mama. 
mm-hmm. in Blood Rage. Um, I think it was before that, but I can't quite remember. It was probably around the same time. Um, oddly enough, I completely forgot that she was in this. And when I was listening to it first, as I normally do while I'm doing other things, because I cannot pay attention to TV uh, for long, I heard that voice and I'm like, Bloodridge? Like, <laughs> I know that voice. <laughs> yeah. How can you not know that voice? Like, it's she has such a unique voice. Definitely. Right. Um, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, no, this is a very recent watch for me. I don't remember why I watched it. I had no specific reason. It was on streaming and I pushed play and I knew nothing. Knew nothing. Hey, I mean, that's all that's all you really need. I mean, right. the cover is very like enticing and interesting yeah. to you. Like it calls it the cover calls to me. Like I dream of it, nice. I think, at night. It does definitely, call to me. It's a great cover. Me. You know though, um you know the cover they have on streaming right now? Mm-hmm. Is that, do you know, is that the original cover for like the VHS? I don't know. Cause I'm trying to picture it. Cause they like, like to I'm change just... that stuff up. And I would, it's yeah. such a beautiful cover now. I'm wondering if that's the original. I know. I'm trying to like, now I'm trying to like picture it. So we'll have to look that up. We'll have to research it and see. I'm not sure. Right. I'm not sure either. But, you know, when I saw Frank Hennenlotter's uh, name, I mean, I love me some basket case. I love Basket Case so fucking much. I right. love that movie. Right. So I was like, oh, cool. Cool. Because I knew the name. Great. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, since this is brought to you by the guy who gave us Basket Case, it can't be bad. Right? Exactly. Right. right. Um, and, of course, it's Troma, Uncle Lloyd. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I got to say, like, man, anytime I hear that, like, trauma, like, intro in the beginning of a movie, uh-huh. I get so happy. Uh-huh. I feel, like, so so safe and at home where I'm like, oh, there's going to be some, like, gross out stuff that happens in the next hour and a half. And it's going to be funny and awesome and good commentary. And yay, trauma. I love yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Like like Lloyd says, Uncle Lloyd says he doesn't necessarily do, do horror. He does satire. And I love mm-hmm. that. When that's combined with horror, it's great. Totally. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Um, for those of you who have not seen Frankenhooker from 1990, here is the synopsis. Spoilers up the wazoo on this one. Yes, many spoilers ahead. A medical student, kind of, sets out to recreate his <laughs> decapitated fiance by building her a new body made of Manhattan Street prostitutes. <laughs> That's wow. such a good description. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I, I added that kind of like that yeah. was not part of the official description that I read online, but they made a point to say that he wasn't actually a doctor or wasn't yeah. actually a medical student. You know? <laughs> yeah, good to know that the person who's, uh, you know, like, sewing up or stitching up your friend's, like, belly is not actually certified. Not right. an actual doctor. Right, man. Just a boyfriend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It stars James Lawrence. Oh, who else I got here? Patty Mullen and Louise Lasser, like we talked about from Blood Rage. Um, written by Robert Martin and Frank Hennenlotter and directed by Frank Hennenlotter. Again, we just had a little Frank love fest there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's jump right on into our favorite kill, huh? You came back just in time. It looks like she's about to get it. Want some popcorn? There was so many good explosions in this one. Oh, my God. Explosions and electricity all over the place. <laughs> I don't think I've seen so many exploding body parts since um, the portal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? And I th- this one would probably give the portal a run for its money, too. There's a lot of explosions in this one as well. But yeah. yeah I-, I think this one beats it out because there are so many all at once where the portal is more one at a time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, same kind of thing. Oh, what you got for favorite kill? Okay, again, like you said, there's a lot. Uh, <clears throat> so it's kind of hard to pick. I know. But um, I kept okay. changing my mind. <laughs> I have a few, and I'm like literally like picking my favorite right now. Um, okay, well, I only I'm, have one, so you then can you give go me first. Your favorite. Okay, great. Um, you go first then. All right. Um, I called her the bed girl prostitute. Um, the one where her legs come flying. Like, actually flying across the room. 
That's one of mine too. And that's the reason the the leg flying across the room. That that that's what that's what did it for me. It's like that's the one. I wrote leg leg rocket launches. Yes. Yes. Like it, it was like out of a cannon and the camera anyway, we'll talk about that. That's yes. one of my favorites. <laughs> In too. Cinematography or effects. <laughs> right? Both. All. <laughs> Such a good kill. That was on my list too. It's not my winner, but it's on my list. Yeah, that one's my winner. I just love the leg leg rocket launch. Leg it launch. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. What you got? What you got? Okay, so um, I think I'm going to go ahead and say that my favorite is, um, <laughs> it's the guy, he's like a sleazeball too, and he like kisses Elizabeth when she's Frankenhooker, and when he moves away, his mouth has all the electricity uh -huh. in it, and then like coming out of his head, and then his head just like blows off. Uh -huh. um, I think it lands in a trash can or something too. <laughs> I um, like that one. So that was really good. He got what he deserved. I love like the electricity in his mouth. Like it's hilarious. And then his head just like blows off. Um, so that's my favorite kill. Also honorable mention to um, Elizabeth's death um, yeah. because it's ridiculous. I mean, she's <laughs> at a birthday barbecue and like she turns on the lawnmower and like literally like, you know, he's like, don't stand in front of it. Or then she gets like annihilated by a lawnmower. Like that's crazy. <laughs> Every time I talk about this movie, I'm like, okay, so first, you know, death by lawnmower, you know, what's a guy to do? Gotta, gotta like put his girlfriend back together somehow, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, golly. Um, you know, I have another honorable mention, and that is um, the short John that she took home with her. Mm -hmm. Or she went to his home. I'm not sure um, how that played out. Um, I loved him. <laughs> the one where his head is still talking. Yeah. 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 And he's like, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> I loved him, too. He's um, really good, too. Yeah, he was great. He was so great. <laughs> Oh, uh, all righty. Oh, 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 this one's going to be tough. Fashion moment. So many looks. <laughs> yeah, looks. Oh, the looks. Oh, oh fuck. Looks. I have so many looks. <laughs> I did. I narrowed it down to two. Oh. Yeah, I narrowed it down to two. Um, I mean, three if you want to count in a purple dress, but that was kind of like a given because it's so fabulous. Same. I kind of kind of mentioned that too. I said it's kind of a given, so I tried yeah. to choose not that, but I did right. have to write it down. Yeah. So we have to talk about that, um, of course, because it's beautiful. Um, love it. She has the perfect body for it. She looks great. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's the perfect Franken hooker, honestly. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, the purple is my like my favorite shade of purple. So I was all about it. Um, but. Okay. Urgh. All right. Okay. My winner. I have a winner. Um, I have a winner and a runner-up. I'll get my winner and then you can go and then we'll bounce back and forth. Okay. My winner goes to Elizabeth in the beginning. I call it her donut sprinkled suit. Ah, yes. Because <laughs> it looked like a chocolate donut with sprinkles on it. It really does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was my winner. It was so ridiculous looking. And of course they did it to make her look fat because... Um, they had the comment about her, her being chubby and trying to lose weight and nothing's working. Um, so obviously they did that to pat her up and make her look like bigger than she is because uh, she's actually quite quite thin. Um, she is. <laughs> right. Um, the outfit was ridiculous. Her butt looked like... <laughs> her butt <laughs> like... and her hips and They blew everything. her butt up so huge. It's like a comic book character. <laughs> right? And even her, her upper body, like her yeah. the, the sleeves mm -hmm. are so big and billowy. As, I mean, honestly, most sleeves were back then. Yeah. Right? That was kind of the look. But they made it even more puffy um, to make her look uh, bigger. Um, to make the hooker re reality contrast uh more obviously mm -hmm. right um but i just it was the first thing that attracted me when i saw this movie in this rewatch because i haven't seen it since honestly okay. um i was like it looks like a donut and now i want a donut mm. first thing i thought when i saw her before they started talking about weight before they start talking about anything was i want a chocolate donut with sprinkles <laughs> i Thanks love that a uh, initial thoughts on frankenhooker i would like a donut chocolate <laughs> 
<laughs> with sprinkles. Very specific. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, what about you? What you got? Okay, I have like a whole little list of them, but I'm going to do my best to go through them quick and painlessly. Um, I'm going to try not to like freak out about too many of these. because It's hard. I had a hard time narrowing it down. I had like a heart attack because like, oh my God, all of our ladies of the night have like awesome outfits on. And I'm like, I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. There was like overload for me. Um, okay, I'm just going to start with my favorite look of all. I believe this girl's name is Amber. And she has this like orange crop and a black skirt and these beautiful leggings. And like, it's when they're, when he's getting introduced to all the girls and she kind of like points at her and she like saunters over in this outfit all sexy. I love it so much. Um, And then at the party, um, Elizabeth's friend is wearing this white crop top and skirt with like polka dots. And that is very, very cute. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I just had to give like an ultimate like fashion moment to all the girls in the room um, when they're getting ready for the doctor to do his thing and pick his favorite one. I just think like that is a fashion moment in itself and it's beautiful. And yeah, awesome. it is. Yeah. Uh, my honorable mention. It's kind of simple, but I just loved it. Um, I, I called it platform hooker Mary Jane's. Which was uh, her, her shoes? Yes, that they that they spend a lot of time looking at. They do, yeah, because they're like a Mary Jane style of a Frankenstein shoe. I mean, for mm-hmm. obvious reasons, right? Definitely um, loved it. Totally would wear it. Would love to cosplay her just for those shoes. The shoes are amazing. As I'm also like a fan of leggings and tights and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in general, there were some good ones in there. Like again, that outfit that I said had a really cool pattern on the leggings. That I'm like, I want those. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Best hair. How's my hair? Hurricane proof. Hey, it's all about the hair. Oh, girl. So much hair. So much hair. There was a lot of good looks with hair, too. Yeah. My gut was to go with her purple hooker hair. But again, like the dress, it's just too easy. I had to pick it. I it's did so have good. to pick it. It's my favorite, but I do have, like, a runner-up since I wanted to pick something else, too. Right. I didn't pick it because, um, like, the dress is just so good. Um, it's kind of a given. Um, my winner, though, in the um, beginning scene, right, um, when she's talking to her friend about all the diet procedures she's tried, her friend's blonde curls are oh, perfect, yeah. perfect curls, perfect 1990s curls. Definitely. That was a good look. My runner up, uh, although the purple is my favorite. Um, I Honey was the name, I think, of kind of like the lead hooker. She's the one who does most of the talking. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where she has her hair kind of in an up, like kind of up. Um, and it was really cute. It's Burnett. I like her hair, like just in general. But Honey is the shit. She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All, a lot of the hookers had really good hair. Oh, they right. all looked great. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Prop we would like to own. I brought something out from my dream. Where did you get that? This is one I had so many for. So many. Do you have a lot of props? You know, I narrowed it down to three. Four. But I, I can start, narrow it down I, to four. I started off with quite a few, so I narrowed it down this morning. Oh, let's, <laughs> let's ping pong because I have four, so I'll start. Okay. okay. All right. Um, we probably have the same ones on some point. Uh, er, okay. Um, well, first and foremost, I would love Elizabeth's head. That's my top prop is Elizabeth's ah! head. That's what okay. I want most of all. Perfect. Okay. Same. Um, very close. Second, the brain with the eye. Okay. That, that didn't make it to my final three, but it was Ooh. on my original list. Awesome. I did, I did say I wanted a pile of legs. <laughs> I'm not mad at that to go with your bucket of guts. Yeah, just like a whole like container. He had them in like a container yeah. and they're all sticking out. I would like a bouquet of like mannequin hooker legs. Um, really could go anywhere in the house. <laughs> <laughs> it could go with our creepy mannequins that we wanted from Tourist Trap. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, have a whole mm-hmm. little display over here. All right. Ooh, next I have Jeffrey's like 
blueprint hooker, Frankenhooker, Frankenstein plans. Yep, that was my third item. There you go. All right. Um, and last but not least, I want the garden gnome with the blood on it. Oh, I didn't think of that one, but that's fun. That's really cute. I love it. The camera just zooms in on it as the blood yeah. squirts on it. And yeah. I want him. I want him so bad. Awesome. <laughs> uh, did we cover all of yours? Yep. Um, okay, her head, cool. pile of legs, intro drawing. Yes. Uh, I love the drawing. <laughs> I love it. Me too. Okay. Epic line. Boy, the next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit. Because it's definitely getting chisel on your tombstone. Ooh, I have so many lines. Like, so many. Um, it's, it's a line, it's a good line movie. I narrowed it down to three. All right, Jamie. I'm dying to know. What are yours? Okay, um, so like I said, I narrowed it down to three. Um Man, and there were other lines that, like, I almost chose them because, like, the want to date line, of course, is, like, really memorable. Mm -hmm. Really, I, I didn't choose it just because that's the one I probably would have chosen for years. So I tried to choose something different this time. Okay, so um, my third runner-up, um, it's right towards the beginning. You know I'm a sucker for, like, journalism on screen in horror <laughs> movies. I'm like... It's such a perfect, like, parody of broadcast news. Like, I, <laughs> oh, my God, it cracks me up. So it's the whole news yeah. newscast about the bar the birthday barbecue gone wrong, where it says, what began as a birthday barbecue? And, you know, hit it. What began as a birthday barbecue ended in a bizarre tragedy in Hohokus, New Jersey today. It was this power mower that brought a quick end to the life of 21-year-old bride-to-be Elizabeth Shelley. Like wood through a mulcher, the girthful fiancé disappeared beneath the blades of the berserk mower that sent her personality raining down upon the horrified birthday revelers. In a blaze of blood, bones, and body parts, the vivacious young girl was instantly reduced to a tossed human salad, a salad that police are still trying to gather up, a salad that was once named Elizabeth. I laughed okay. so hard. Me too. Okay. So um, my next runner up, um, this comes from Honey. Again, I just love this girl so much. She's so badass. And it's just so funny when like she takes the bag and she finds the money in it and then she finds something else and she's like, whoa, holy shit, what's this? Holy shit, it's drugs. It's super drugs. Holy shit, drugs. Listen, Jersey boy, you got the money. Money, huh? You're talking about money? I'm talking about human life. You want money? Here. Here. Here you go. Here, take the goddamn money. Don't you see what I'm trying to do? What do you think's been going on here? Yeah, everybody, play with the money. Play with the dirty money. Whoa. Holy shit. What's this? Holy shit, John. Stupid John. screaming you know where they're like it's super crack yes let's do this shit it's and so then he's like good. you're like cats with catnip <laughs> i know i know as they're just like like on top of him and like trying to get to the drugs anyway it's so funny and like over the top it's beautiful it's so funny my, yeah my favorite line is super simple i guess it is really in the vein of want to date just because i had to have one it's so iconic and it's mm -hmm. our lovely franker freaking hooker Saying party, party, want to party? <laughs> party, party, want to party? Jersey boy here wants a twosome. The Jersey Got of it all, too. I love it. Got any money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had so many good lines. Err. Okay. Um. Okay, I narrowed it down, narrowed it down to three. Uh, yeah, three. Okay, so second runner-up goes to um, her whole, I'll just call it her, her diet rant in the beginning. 
By the way, he's at it again in the kitchen. Oh, dear. I'll check on him in a minute, huh? Would you? I'd appreciate that, because we can't get too weird tonight, you know? By the way, for your own good, ease up on the pretzels. Hey, honey, come on, shake a leg, will you? Trouble? Nah, same old thing. Jeffrey's too strange, and I'm too fat. What happens to your diet? Oh, heck, I've tried it all, and nothing works. I've tried liquid diets, seafood diets, vegetable diets, fruit diets, pills, powders, weight watchers, and clinics. I even had Jeffrey staple my stomach, and nothing helps. And I just want to say, same, girl, same, except for the Weight Watchers, clinics, and stomach staples, same. <laughs> Yeah, it's like at the same time, though, you look, it's like we're looking at this woman and it's like, this woman is gorgeous and uh -huh. obviously, obviously isn't like, you know, right. like they're big, like they're trying to make her look in this outfit where it's like, girl, you could eat as many pretzels as you want. Perhaps. Same. Like, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, oh, first runner up. Um, after everybody blows up. <laughs> I call it the, oh, my God, oh, Jesus, I'm so sorry, everybody, line. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen. This is an accident. Look. I, I want to apologize to everybody here, please. I'm gonna put everybody back together, I promise you. Well, first I gotta put Elizabeth back together because that's, that's the whole point of this. And then I'm gonna take care of everybody. I'm gonna get to everybody. Just take it easy. First we're gonna take a little trip to New Jersey. <laughs> I love all of his monologues, like like that he has where you're like, ooh, maybe the lobotomies really are helping, I don't know. Yeah, you know who he really, really reminds me of is mm -hmm. um, uh, Reanimator. Uh, I know, Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, mm -hmm. in Reanimator, yep. like that character. Yeah, right? totally. Um, really loved it. Uh, okay, my winner, I just simply call it the contents under pressure poem. How about a little dessert? something I wrote for you, a poem. Warning, contents under pressure by Jeffrey Franken. My heart is packed so full of love for you that I dreamed I exploded like aerosol can sometimes do. I blew with <laughs> such force that my bones became shrapnel and leveled the town except the small chapel. My teeth flew like bullets I didn't know what was happening. They killed everyone in sight, except for the chaplain. And then, thanks to him, we were happily wed. Even though at the time, I think we were both dead. The end. <laughs> Nothing like a romantic dinner with your girlfriend's head, you know, recite a little poem for her head, give her some wine. <laughs> Mark my words, Jamie. If I ever get married again, I'm reading that at the dinner. Right? I'm reading that at the reception to see how many people freak out. Right? <laughs> I, I, have, I have something I'd like to read from Frank and Hooker, please. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if you'll indulge me. <laughs> and you, who will be my maid of honor, of course, will be all about it. <laughs> oh, I will. I will be right there saying it in unison. Yes. Right. We could we could ping pong. Go back and forth uh -huh. line each. Yes. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And then my husband uh, to be, whoever that is, would be like, oh, shit. <laughs> 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 what did I just do? <laughs> oh, yep. That that's that's what would happen. Oh, so good awesome. lines, girl. Good yeah, lines. I did I have a know. few more. Um, uh, but those were my favorites right off the bat. These others were kind of just, I added them in later. Um, I specifically loved the line where he's trying to find his Frankenhooker. And he's like, excuse me, I'm looking for a very tall, attractive woman. She's purple. Yeah. <laughs> the, 
the she's purple i laughed out loud no no it this one has like such a great dark sense of humor like mm -hmm. that's what i love about um Henelotter's uh like stuff it's really like kind of grimy and like funny yeah. like kind of gross humor too yeah. um super dark comedy but i love it i love it so many good lines and i love yeah. the jersey thing so much <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, they lean really very far into it and i love it <laughs> yeah they really play off of the jersey theme like toxic avenger does exactly yeah that's where Tromaville is located is jersey right. so it makes sense makes mm -hmm. sense <laughs> All right, let's talk about acting, huh? Yeah. I know every face in here. I got a respect for the unknown actor. You know, I did not know every face in this movie. In fact, I barely knew Amy. You know, it's crazy because a lot of these folks really didn't do much else. And then, like, right. the folks that even, like, our main characters... Mm -hmm who some of them, you know, it's like, I feel like maybe I just feel like I know them a lot better because I've seen this movie so much. I really right. think of them in this movie, but they really haven't been in that much. I really didn't know very many people at all. Right. I expected, because it's such a large cast, I expected my list to be two pages long, like it is sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's a half a page. Half yeah. a page for everybody. So I only really made notes on people that I I uh, I knew of. Um, Same. And... Uh, you can, of course, jump in with ones I miss that you know of that I don't, if there are any. Yeah, um, there probably isn't, but... <laughs> right. Well, first we've got to talk about our lead. James Lawrence plays Jeffrey. Um, again, not a whole lot, but he was on The Affair, that show I tell you about. Mm -hmm. um, he was on one of my favorite old shows, Titus. And um, Becker, twice. Oh, Okay. So, and we talked, I just went through a Becker binge a couple of months ago. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So there's that. Anything else for you for him? He's in Street Trash. It's been a while since I've seen that one. So I'm like trying to remember him in it. It's been ages since I've seen Street Trash. Um, another real gross, you know, gritty mm -hmm. city kind of story. Um, but that was Is really all. Um, I don't actually think it's trauma. I mean, trauma might have distributed it like after mm -hmm. the fact, like they might, because that's what happened with Frankenhooker. Because original oh. version I saw of Hank of Frankenhooker like ages ago was not a trauma really? release. Okay, yeah. So sometimes they do that. So it right. might have been picked up later on in its life by trauma and distributed, but I don't think so. I okay. might be wrong. I'm not sure. But all right, have you ever seen that one? I don't think so. Like I know I've seen the cover. It's, it's a very iconic cover. Yeah, yeah, and it's popped up on my streaming, um, but I don't think I've ever actually clicked on it. I know I didn't rent it ever, but and I don't think I've seen it on regular TV, so I do not think I've seen it. It may be a case of I start watching it and go, yeah, this looks familiar, but I don't have memories of it at all. Yeah, that's not my favorite. There's a great toilet terror in it. I'll just Ooh. leave it at that, but... <laughs> Uh, Patty Mullen plays Elizabeth. Um, she only had four roles, and this was her last one. And I only know her from this movie. Again, I feel like I know her a lot better, but I don't. I just she, know her from this. She does have uh, something in um, production right now. Um, so oh, cool. She's going to have an indie. I'm assuming it's an indie film um, coming up. I forgot what it's called. I didn't write it down because I'm silly. But it is being made right now. So, cool. yeah, so we're going to see something more from her recently and soon, I hope. Um, Judy Graff plays our newscaster. Um, I thought of you because her main credit was many, 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 many episodes of Pete and Pete. Mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, she was in the dark half, and I love the dark half, both the movie and the book. It's a Stephen King. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that or read it. Mm -mm. Oh, it's a really good book. It's a shorter read. It's maybe, I don't know, 500 pages. It's not it's not a massive book, so it's easy to get through. And the movie is really, really, really good, too. So awesome. you, should, you should definitely watch it. It's, an, it's a nice little hour and a half uh, of your life that you will definitely love. Um, cool. and, and she was in Basket Case Part 2. Yep. I didn't recognize her from anything other than everything you just said. There you go. Uh, Detective Anderson, played by 
Helmer, Augustus Cooper. Um, there's one thing I specifically knew him from, and that's this movie with Jennifer Grey way back called The Bloodhounds of Broadway. Have you seen it? I haven't. Oh, it's good. It's a period piece. It's about, um, well, you'll just have to watch it. It's uh, it's from the 1920s type theme, and it's just a lot of fun. Um, it's almost like a, a melodrama type situation and um, a satire. It's, it's good. I like it. I saw it years ago. It was on Bravo, the Bravo channel, when I was like a kid. And I fell in love with it. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Do you have anything for him? I didn't. Okay. Um, Jeffrey's mother, played by Louise Lasser. Of course, we talked about her in Blood Rage. I can't remember if we mentioned this movie when we talked about her, but given your love for this movie, you probably did. Um, and of course, she was the lead on the old show, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Yeah. Um, Beverly Bonner plays Casey, uh, the same character she played in Basket Case, which is fun. Um, we lost her in 2020 at 77 years old. Oh Yeah. But I had the pleasure of becoming Facebook friends with her a few years before she died and we had some nice chats. Oh, very nice. Good. She seemed very, very sweet. Very sweet. And I didn't even realize that she that she passed until um, I read up on it. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the last one I have is Angel, Jennifer Delora, because we just talked about her in Deadly Manor. Oh, my God. And I didn't even write her down. I just missed her in the list of so many people. Well, you did mention her in Deadly Manor. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I remember that. So yep. that's okay. Because that was a smaller cast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I remembered there was somebody in a movie that we saw recently that was one of the hookers that was in a movie that we just talked about. I'm like, oh, that's the one. <laughs> yes. So um, did I miss anyone for you? No. You know, honestly, that was everybody for me. Like like you said, I mean, not a lot of, not a lot of cast people that I recognized. Right. Um, Honey is the prostitute you like a lot, right? Mm hmm. That was played by Charlotte Helmkamp. Um, yeah, I don't know anything that she's done. But Same. Let's just give her a little little shout out with that name because uh, she's your fave, huh? Yeah, she's awesome. I was like, please let her be in something cool. And she's been in like five or four or right. five things. And some of them look fun, but I've never, never heard of them, never seen them. That that was a lot the case with a lot of this cast, like a lot. Yeah. This cast is huge. It's giant. <laughs> and those were the only ones I, I recognized. I looked at everyone. I looked at, I clicked on everyone's name and looked at everyone's credits. So it's wow. not that I was just going off in memory because I was desperate. I was desperate to find something, right? Um, mm -hmm. But no, I just hadn't seen any of the other things that anyone else had done. So, yep. Oh, right. Uh, ooh. Cinematography. I've, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. And I haven't. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, right. Well, our cinematographer for this one was Robert M. Baldwin, and he did Basket Case Part 2. Okay. Um, I'll let you begin. Let's talk about it. Okay, sure. Um, you know, I, this... What I like about um, his movies, because like Basket Case and this both have that very like gritty city feel, like mm -hmm. very gritty New York kind of like feel, mm -hmm. um, which I like. It kind mm -hmm. of like permeates the whole look of the movie. But um, it was very popular back then in the eighties and nineties. They they use that that feel a lot. A lot. Yeah. And I like it. Um, so some things that I really liked that stuck out to me. Um, I really like the eyeball shot with the camera where like mm -hmm. you're, you're getting the POV from the eyeball yeah. at one point, And then, you know, <laughs> the eyeball like displays onto the screen or it's supposed yeah. to. That was fun. Um, I really liked that the night shots, like everything was still really nice and visible. Like you could still see what was going on really well. That's always important to me. Um, I like the scene where he's cruising for hookers and he's driving along and he's like checking things out. Yeah. 
And um, I really, really love the moment where he is like crawling through their legs. Um, <laughs> all the girls are standing there and he's like crawling through. It's shot really well. And then um, the last note I had was like the subway scene. I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for subway scenes. Um, mm-hmm. And that one was really good where she's on there and everybody's kind of like looking at her like what is wrong with her is she contagious and then there's the poor like <laughs> like teenage boy maybe or maybe like real young guy and like, right. she's standing there and her nipples are like here and he's just like staring like oh this freaking nipply woman here i don't know what to do i'm confused <laughs> but i kind of <laughs> like it yeah i'm confused it's good but it's also terrifying and, ah. <laughs> well from somebody who rides the subway every day of their life mm-hmm. Uh, that is kind of how we react. We kind of just look at the side of our eye and then yep. look back down again. Yeah, public transportation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you witnessed some of that <laughs> on your train rides in November. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I mean, again, honestly, I've seen some crazy things on the SunTran bus in Tucson and at the bus stops. I spent 10 years riding that thing, and I've seen the best and the worst of humanity on <laughs> right. the bus. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, one shot I really loved and it made me laugh because of the, it was just so wrong, but so good. Um, well, two, two, two shots were so wrong, but so good. Um, when he's measuring all their body parts. <gasps> the nipple. Everything. All the I parts. Know, I know, he's, but the nipple was like, it was like right on the nipple. And I was yep. like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I love it when he's measuring the leg. He's like right under the leg, but he's not looking at it, it, it you know, anything else. He's looking at the leg diameter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing with the arms and everything. And it was yes. so funny. Um, but that was something that really made me chuckle. Um, because you know it was completely intentional and hilarious um, and probably you couldn't get away with it today is um, the Japanese tourists oh. standing right in front of the um, lit up Fujifilm billboard. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese Fujifilm. Oh my god. <laughs> um i really loved i just love that scene so much um yeah let's see here uh i have some other things to say but um i think i'll put them in effects okay special effects it doesn't matter what happened what matters is what looks like what happened and what looks like what happened is pretty nasty yeah um i've seen some nastier though you know this movie wasn't too nasty yeah um it's not too bloody actually no it's not um because even when they're exploding um it's more of like a mannequin explosion not blood and guts explosion right yeah i mean that's my biggest like special effects note is um like i love that they just went with the mannequins it's very obvious that we're looking at mannequins i mean when there's like the bouquet of legs like sticking out (laughs) they they don't they don't even attempt to make them look like like you know actual legs it's mannequin legs um and when they blow up like it's literally like blackened like a mannequin would be if it blew up um but i love it i love that they did it i love that they went for it (laughs) yeah yeah oh i just love it so much i wrote um so many sparks. <laughs> yeah, Again, that's for sure. my, a, a lot of my notes were just random streams of consciousness. Same. Um, another part of the effect I love of, of Mrs. Frankenhooker is um, I love when she's all sewn together and there's so many different um, skin tones yeah. between all the stitches. Um Making it really appear like she is several different uh, parts of different bodies. Yeah. Not, I like not that just, too. They didn't just go, okay, here's some stitches. No, it really looks like she is pieced together with different mm-hmm. people's bodies. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, I also wrote um, Scar Galore. <laughs> oh, Yeah. The scars were so pretty, especially that one around her neck. Definitely. I mean, like, her whole look is really fantastic. Def- definitely one of my favorite, like, Franken-creatures. I love Franken her. people. I love her. Oh, she's so pretty. Um, 
All right. Anything for you on effects? Anything else? Yeah. I mean, um, other than what we already talked about, I will say, um, again, like I see the satire and the commentary on like media um, mm -hmm. with the broadcaster. And so something I noticed was that um, there's actually quite a bit of gore in the news broadcast. Like if you look at it, um, it's fairly bloody. Um, and yeah. so that was that was definitely like an intentional thing. You know, it was a comment on like broadcast journalism so i appreciate that um it's always that like if it bleeds it leads kind of like mentality yep. um so i did note that that the, they there's not a lot of blood and gore in this movie but they do make sure to show some blood and gore on the broadcast um mm -hmm. which says a lot um so i liked that and then i also love the crazy like body horror gooey like you know creation at the end you know and then like his his uh frankensteining of his body yeah. which is a fun little um ending there with like boobs and everything else plot um, twist so, yeah so i love like the body horror element of this whole thing obviously right. but really like the ending where it just kind of goes crazy <laughs> right she was just trying to help <laughs> exactly i mean she, she her she's returning the favor to her fella but it yeah. only works on estrogen, so, you know. Yep. 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 <laughs> All righty. Music. Oh, my God, girl. Our composer, Joe Renzetti, did the Basket Case movies. Okay. Also did Dead and Buried. Also did Poltergeist Part 3. Okay. Child's Play. I love the Child's Play score so much. Me too um and tales from the crypt episode of season one called lover come hack to me oh i know that one i love that one mm -hmm. love that one did i say season two i meant season one you said season one okay good in my mm -hmm. head i heard season two. Oh, don't mind me i'm just sleepy uh and my music notes on this are um i only have two sexy jazz piano loved it <laughs> Right? Uh huh. And I just wrote 80s beats. Okay. I don't really know what I was talking about exactly. Uh, I... But, you know, I, yeah, that's what I thought at the time. What about you? What you got? Um, so, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of notes either. Um, I said troublemaking flutes and stuff. So there was some like troublemaking kind of sounding flutes, uh, mischievous horns. There was a little bit of playful mischievous mischievousness going on in the score, which I liked. And then I wrote sleazy, sexy city sounds. <laughs> Love it. There was some sexy piano. There was some sexy horn. So it was like whenever they were in the city and there was like the hookers and everything, it was like this sleazy kind of like horn and piano. And I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what I was talking about with the sexy jazz. I think so. Cause like I recognized it too, where I was like, Oh, this, this sexy sleazy city that we're in right now. Hmm. It made me so happy. Me too. <laughs> yeah. This is a score I would love to have. I'd love to own it. Oh yeah, it's super fun. Like it's really, mm -hmm. it's really like animated and fun and sexy and sleazy, and just like this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, love it. Alrighty, oh girl. Okay, I put this in all caps so we didn't forget. We need to have a font talk. Font talk. Font talk. Join me in my world of fonts. Yes. Girl, yes, it's pink and glowy. Narrate my life in this shit. Like, same. <laughs> I called it purple afterglow, man. It was so good. Oh my God, it's so awesome. Yeah, as I'm watching this, I'm like, girl, we gotta have a font talk. Have to. <laughs> and it was one of my first notes, you know. Actually, it is my very first note. Well, on my redone notes. Okay. It came in a little bit later on my original notes, but yep, right up at the top. Yes. I put it in all capitals with an exclamation mark because, you know, we think we were going to do it a lot of times and then we might forget. Totally. It's Can't the one forget. that I always forget if I write it down. I still yeah. forget. <laughs> Cannot forget this time. So I made sure. No, I seriously, I would like everything, everything of mine to be like in that font, like my name tag anywhere, you know, if I need a name tag, that's what I wanted it to look like. And glowy and good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> oh, it's so good. Alrighty, moving right along to aging. God, I look 20 years old. I mean, it can't be denied that this is 1990. Oh, yeah, it has the very, like, still, like, 80s, like, late 80s mm -hmm. feel to it and look. Like I said, with that, like, just the way the city is portrayed, too, I feel like that really was, like, a like an 80s, 90s kind of thing. But, yeah, there's no, there's no denying <laughs> with the clothes and just everything, the hair. <laughs> True. The I vibe. Wonder, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I might be, ugh, excuse me, I cannot speak today. I might be getting my, my notes confused with other movies but god i thought that this movie was was made earlier this is one of the ones that got shelved for a little while i could be wrong it might be because it really looks like to i mean you know it's 1990 so i mean it still has that like holdover from the 80s but anyway it looks like a late 80s movie right and society was one of those it didn't mm -hmm. get released for like four years yeah so it could right? be we'll have to look into that and see yeah, so I'm not sure on that. I might be thinking of society, in fact, because we just recorded that recently. But yeah, so um, yeah, it definitely is a moment of time that is uh, wonderful and charming, and I love it. Me too. I feel like, uh, I almost feel like um, they couldn't make this movie today. I mean, if they made it today, it would just be different. I think it would be terrible. It, I do it, too. Mm. It needs to not be PC at all. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the, it's just not, a, I feel like this kind of sense of humor, like, yeah, they just don't really make movies like that anymore. No, <laughs> no. It, I think it would be just awful. Um, it would have way too much CGI. Oh yeah. Um, they would take themselves way too seriously and that's not what this is supposed to be. <laughs> This, I mean, it ends with a man with breasts, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> like I would love to see a remake of it just to see what they would do, but I would need it to be a satire like this is and not, you know, not, not serious at all. Yeah. At all. If, Trom if Troma did the remake, I'd right. watch it. I could know? get on board with that because they would do it right. Yeah. It would have to have the same kind of like vibe and it would have to... Because, like, I mean, even um, even Frankenlauter, you know, he said about his movies um, before that, you know, he wasn't really making them to be, like, liked necessarily or to be popular necessarily. And most movies, they want their movie to be popular. So you'd have to have a filmmaker who wasn't concerned that people wouldn't like it. Because exactly. people won't. Right. Just based on what it is. Like, there are people who won't right. like it. Like. Well, that's every movie. And can mm -hmm. I just say I love that you called him Frankenlauter? <laughs> I said I said Hen and Lauder. It sounded like Frankenlauter on my end. <laughs> oh, I didn't. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, let's see here. Uh, twist. It's too late, Kruger. I know the secret now. Oh, I mean, we already talked about it, you know. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, you know, he turns into his own little version of the Frankenhooker because of her. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, any other twist you got? No, I mean, it's not a super twisty movie. No. It's pretty much all out fr in front of you other than the ending. Right. I mean, maybe one twist, my minor twist might be that his, um, well, all the hookers blow up. That was not a plan <laughs> at all. Uh, hey, but when you take a pile of super crack like that into into a into a late nineteen eighties hooker party, like you know what you're doing. That is just a recipe for trouble for explosions. Super crack. I and I loved, like you said, the the commentary on the media, and they talked about the the drug epidemic too at some mm -hmm. point, and it was just so funny. I know. <laughs> Alrighty, a uh, story. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. I loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's a delightful tale of, what do they call it? Like a delightful tale of bolts and something. Nuts and bolts. <laughs> yeah. I forget what the tagline for this movie is really good. There's a couple of them, and I wish I would have written and, them down. Um, was it Bolt, sluts, and sluts and bolts or something? Or I, I don't remember. What anyway. was it? Yeah, I know. Now I'm like, what was it? But um, yeah, I love the story of this one. It's so great. Um, just like 
the absurdity of it is lovely. Like, you know, it's like this guy accidentally, his girlfriend dies accidentally in a lawnmower accident at a barbecue. He <laughs> wants to put her back together, but how do I put her back together? I don't know. Let me drill my head here and see if I come up with an idea. Okay, hookers. Like, I'll kill hookers and I'll do it by making super crack. And then the hookers explode and he puts together this lady, but she's got the heart of a hooker now. Like, I love it. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> Classic um, fairy tale, you know, really. It is. For our modern times in the 80s slash 90. <laughs> right. Um, and the the tagline is, I found it, a terrifying tale of sluts and bolts. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so good. So fun. Bill Murray was quoted in saying, if you only see one movie this year, it should be Frankenhooker. Oh, hey, there you go. He's on hey. the cover. They used that quote. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good um, That's a pretty good sign right there. So Bill liked it. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, scary. Did I say scary? <laughs> <laughs> we are laughing. <laughs> I mean, of course not. It's not supposed to be, I don't think. I, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I would love to meet somebody who was scared of this movie. So if you're scared of this movie, no shade. We're not, I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not teasing you. We're not Just picking on you. Yeah, I want to meet you if you were scared of this movie. Let's talk it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Explain. I just <laughs> want to understand. Right. <laughs> All righty. Overall movie rating. What the hell is Summer talking about? No idea. I always I mean, lose <laughs> this game. <laughs> I always lose this game. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's very cute. Oh, oh, Jamie. Jamie, do you know what I think of this movie? What? That's your cue, Jesse. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Utterly awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drop the ball, Jesse. <laughs> that's what I thought of this movie. Awesome. Utterly awesome. Oh, that's perfect. That's yeah. really perfect. I told you it was perfect. <laughs> um, I, like I said, this is new for me. In the last couple of years, I don't have the history that you do, and I def definitely don't have the history that somebody who saw it when it was brand new would mm -hmm. like some of the other movies of this time, but uh, I love it. It's so much fun, and it's just it's just a good ride, man. Like I'm gonna keep watching this forever. <laughs> Story of my life. I watch it a lot. Um, yeah. Is this yeah. one of your happy movies? Is this one of the ones you put on to make you feel good? It is one of my happy movies, and you know, it's a 9 for me, um, so it's almost a 10. Um, it's a 9 for me, maybe even like throw some like fake legs in there too, like some mannequin legs, so it's really <laughs> almost a 10. Yeah, I, I, I adored this movie. It is one of my happy movies. Honestly, I watched it not that long ago before watching it for homework. Um, I had to show it to David because he's from Jersey. So I said, hey, yeah. it's your people like, you know, <laughs> Frankenhookery and like do like making super crack and stuff. So we got to watch this together. So we just watched this like a couple months ago. I yeah. watch it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to put a number on it, I would give it a seven and a bag of super crack. Oh, hey, that's almost <laughs> an eight. Almost <laughs> an eight because it is super crack, not ready. It is. Crack, so. No, it's super yeah exactly um it's just a good time it makes me feel fun it makes me feel nice i enjoy it i enjoy it it makes me laugh out loud you know <laughs> and like it, it like it like legitly like makes me happy like if i'm down i watch this movie and like it definitely makes me laugh there are moments that make me like chuckle out loud every time yeah all right i have fun facts yay if you see anything funny call me anything funny like what I don't know. All right. I have a few. Um, I don't know if this is true, but it says here that this movie took 12 years to make. Wow. Probably in, you know, from writing to, to completion, you know. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, the brain with the eye in the beginning of the film is based on an advertisement for the brain that wouldn't die from 1962. Okay. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hooker talk show parody 
the sorry, the Hooker Talk Show is a parody of the Morton Downey Jr. show from 1987. Do you know who Morton Downey Jr. is? I Was. don't know that one. I know a lot of those other shows, right. but not not that one. Uh-uh. Well, I don't necessarily know the show so much because I was too young to watch it back then, mm-hmm. and and it really wasn't in reruns. But Morton Downey Jr. was a very strange person. Like he was pretty quirky, and he had a lot of teeth. And I mean, <laughs> a lot of teeth. A lot of teeth. Like he had the biggest smile toothiest smile ever (laughs) and he was just a very quirky person um i've seen him in other things he was in um an episode of tales from the crypt uh and um and he's done some other things he did a diagnosis murder and yeah he's just a very interesting person um yeah so i can only imagine what his talk show would have been like you know (laughs) gotcha yeah. Uh, let's see here. What else do I got? Oh, wow. I don't know as much as I thought I did. Oh, my God. Um. Hey, guess what? That's all. Oh, okay. Hey, well, yep. there were some good ones. Yeah. Uh, the two good ones. I must not have liked, um, liked these ones. Oh, here's one. Um, uh, apparently, Louise Lasser uh, was sick when she filmed her, her part. And so, and she had no voice, so her lines, she had to dub in later. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Um, but, but yeah, not, not really, uh, so, yep. All right. It is time for shout outs. Oh, boy. Okay. So, first and foremost, we have to shout out. Artist Clark. So what are you, an artist or something? These are rather good. They're very good, actually. Um, I am obsessed with his society drawing he made for us. Oh. So obsessed. Um, obviously, it'll be out by the time this gets, um, you know, posted. But, uh, I mean, go go back and check it out because it's one of my favorites, I think, <laughs> that he's done. Of course, I say that about every new drawing he does, you know? So, anyway. I know. Everything he does is amazing. Yep. Um, and, of course, go to our merch store on Storefront here and check out his new Mortal Kombat-inspired designs with horror characters. Uh, they're all great, and I'm obsessed with them all. I just ordered the, um, I know what you did last summer, like the set, like the four of them. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting it to arrive. Yay! So good. Um, next, David O'Hanlon, resident author. Tell me a story. Tell me a story. David tells <laughs> the best stories, does he not? Oh, he does. He really does. Love that guy. Can't wait. Can't wait to see what he comes up uh, with for us, of course. And definitely go check out his Babysitter Massacre series. So much fun. Yeah, totally. Next, we got to shout out our Patreons, John, Daryl, and Mike. And there was much rejoicing. Thank you guys for believing in us every week. We love you. We adore you. We can't wait to come play with you again. I know. And, um... And and I guess the last person I have before we talk to Jesse is is our fantastic listeners. Love you guys. You're the best. You guys are awesome. Big yay. Big yeah. yay. If anything happened to any of y'all listeners, I would totally Frankenstein you back together again because I love you that much. And I would so. help. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, let's talk to producer Jesse. Hello. Hey, Jesse. Hey. How you doing, boo? I'm doing. How are you, ladies, doing? We good. Oh, we good. Doing good. This is this is a uh, this is definitely a, a a fun movie. If you have the uh, if you have the the wacky expectations head on your on your shoulders, because yeah, it's 
it's tra- I mean, like trauma is just a world you either know or you don't, and like trauma movies kind of reveal themselves quite early on into the movie. So, like oh, his yeah. his signature is like on all of the movies. It, it's I can't really describe it, but there is just something about the way that those movies are delivered that always were like, "Yep, that's a trauma movie." <laughs> it's just yes, but um, yeah. So it's fun getting those. Uh, have you seen this one jesse before um i might have seen it in its entirety like way back in the day but um but like i don't think i necessarily like um formally sat through it like i think like maybe it was like on or whatever because it looked because like parts of it like yeah that looks like mildly familiar but i i I clearly wasn't focused enough to really remember how this like played out but it did look but parts of it looked familiar yeah it was like oh yeah so that that, that guy's in a lot of his stuff too um Mm -hmm. the um the main the protagonist <laughs> so mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah but otherwise it's uh it was a uh it was a pretty interesting movie i would i would recommend it to people who like i said once want to um have a good fun um romp as uh you know as as your ringing endorsement is already provided <laughs> so um, <laughs> and, it's a, and it's great so watch to, this movie already people yeah seriously <laughs> seriously let's <no. laughs> Uh, but no, we are, I'm I'm glad as always to be able to record movies like this, and it's thanks to all of you listeners out there for all of your tremendous support. And just to point out that all of our Dolls of Horror goodness can be found at thedollsofhorror.com, including episodes, interviews, merchandise, and more. You can follow us on the social medias on Facebook and Instagram at the Dolls of Horror and Twitter at just Dolls of Horror. And if you prefer email and want to reach out and say hi, give some feedback, or even some movie suggestions, you can at the Dolls of Horror at yahoo.com. And if you're willing and able to help support the show so that it can keep growing, please feel free to check out our Patreon page at the Dolls of Horror, where you can access our entire back catalog, where we have upwards of usually about four or five hundred episodes at any given time. And in addition, you'll get a free Dolls of Horror t-shirt in the style of your choice, which you can check out on our website, or simply follow the link in the description. Thank you, Jesse. Absolutely. Thanks. <laughs> oh, Jamie. Well, I mean... That's all I got for this movie. I'm done. Are you done? I mean, I will never be done with Frankenhooker ever, but for now, yes, I'm done. As you shouldn't be. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So with that, I'm Summer. I'm Jamie. And you have been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. This has been a presentation of The Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at The Dolls of Horror, or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. A medical student, kind of, sets out to recreate his (laughs) decapitated fiance by building her a new body made of Manhattan Street prostitutes. (laughs) That's such a good description. Oh my God. You know, it's like this guy accidentally... His girlfriend dies accidentally in a lawnmower accident at a barbecue. He wants to put her back together, but how do I put her back together? I don't know. Let me drill my head here and see if I come up with an idea. Okay, hookers. Like, I'll kill hookers and I'll do it by making super crack. And then the hookers explode and he puts together this lady, but she's got the heart of a hooker now. Like, I love it. Like, it's amazing. (laughs) Classic fairy tale, you know, really. Oh, there's going to be some, like, gross-out stuff that happens in the next hour and a half, and it's going to be funny and awesome and good commentary and yay, trauma. I love yeah. them. If anything happened to any of y'all listeners, I would totally Frankenstein you back together again because I love you that much. And I would help. So. It's pink and glowy. Narrate my life in this shit.